0: Welcome to this Sunday worship, Word with the Pastor. Thank you for sharing in this time of worship. A time of worship in which you will experience more of the uh, elements of the service that are part of Sunday worship. I'm grateful for the music that will be a part of this service. Grateful again for your attention, your faithfulness, as we continue to worship as the community of faith that is First United Methodist Church Martinsville. Happy to be your pastor and happy to share with you still in these services of worship to profess the good news of the gospel of Christ, even in this time of pandemic. We remember nothing can separate us from the love of God if we remember God's abiding and eternal presence as we gather. We're going to gather and remember the ascension of Jesus. Remember that as we affirm our faith on a regular basis, we affirm that he ascended into heaven. That is one of the fundamental tenets of our faith to know that Jesus has ascended to the right hand of God where he sits in authority as Lord of all heaven and earth, with the assurance he will come again. So thank you as we anticipate the words of scripture that comes to us from Acts, the first chapter. And I'll invite us now into a call to worship that is appropriate to this time in which we remember and celebrate the ascension of Jesus. Clap your hands, shout for joy. Our Lord reigns on the throne of glory, we open our hearts to the ascended Lord who sits on the throne. into this time of prayer, again remembering the ascension of Jesus, and very grateful for the witness and leadership of Ryder Cobb as he led us in that song called worship. Gloria, Gloria, thank you Ryder. And again I invite us to this word of prayer. Lord of Lords, illumine our hearts this day, that we may feel your glory and live into the hope to which you have called us. Amen. We share from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 1 through 11. We remember the book of Acts is actually a second volume offered to us by Luke. We remember that Luke offers the gospel that carries his name, but he also offers the Acts of the Apostles beginning with this scripture first 11 verses of the first chapter, we hear the word of God. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day when he was taken up after he had given commandment through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. To them he presented himself alive after his passion by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking of the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he charged them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but before many days you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has fixed by his own authority but you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. When he had said this as they were looking on he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went behold two men stood by them in white robes and said men of Galilee why do you stand looking into heaven this Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. What well, I want to offer you this assignment, brothers and sisters? The assignment of composing your own confession of faith. Now, it may be that sounds like a challenging task, but there is help readily available as we prepare ourselves to craft our confessions of faith. For example, you and I may find it helpful to refer to other confessions of faith with which we are familiar, other confessions of faith we may recite frequently, other confessions that we may carry within our hearts. And as we do this, turning to confessions such as the Apostles' Creed or a modern affirmation or the Nicene Creed, we find some guidance for the writing our particular confessions. Look and see how many of these confessions are framed around our belief in a triune God. Here is what we believe about God the Father. And then here is what we believe about God the Son. And then here is what we believe about God the Holy Spirit. The confessions also reference other tenets of faith, the resurrection, communion of saints, forgiveness of sins. He ascended to heaven will come again to judge all. Again, the assignment, write your confession of faith. And really, not as difficult as we may believe it to be. This is is not a pass-fail assignment. It's just a way of conveying our beliefs. And it's more necessary than we may believe it to be. Because we heard the words of Jesus. Jesus remember has been raised from the dead and it's been 40 days since the resurrection and just prior to ascending into heaven to the right hand of God the Father Jesus tells those gathered you shall be my witnesses now i don't know how you hear these words of Jesus you shall be my witnesses you may hear these words with gladness, perhaps you hear them with some uncertainty, not sure what to do with what Jesus says, perhaps not welcoming the assignment to be witnesses. I've mentioned by way of my newsletter some time ago and by way of my pastor letter that I was to take part in the local library series on faith around the globe. And I was to do so by offering a presentation on the Christian faith, and I looked forward to doing so, and and I had enjoyed working on that presentation, but I also confess I felt some anxiety as the time for my presentation approached. Why such anxiety about offering my confession of faith or a testimony about the Christian faith? Well, because the library certainly is a different setting than this sanctuary. And the audience to which I would be presenting was certainly different. And because of the enormity of the of the assignment, tell us about the Christian faith. You see, everything is fairly orderly and familiar when we gather and worship in this place. We have a history. There is a scripture assigned to every Sunday in there will not be time for questions, generally speaking, after the message. So even for us pastors, there's a certain amount of anxiety, if invited to a different time and place, to witness for Jesus. Even us pastors constrained to believing, well, it all depends upon us. And if, if we're not careful, we may neglect to remember and accept God's gift of the Spirit which Jesus gives to each of us so that we may be a faithful witness. Well, fortunately, there are those experiences that remind us there is power much greater than ours as we offer our confession of faith. You may be familiar with a gentleman named Tony Capallo, has long been a popular and gifted teacher and preacher of the Christian faith, well, several years ago, while he was on the faculty of Eastern University in Pennsylvania, Campalo one morning took a group of students into the heart of the slums of Philadelphia. And as the bus carrying the students came to a stop in the midst of abandoned storefronts and subsidized housing, Campalo stood and yelled at this group of students, your assignment today is to go out into this neighborhood and find someone with whom to share your Christian witness. I'll meet you back here at the end of the day. And then he stepped off the bus. With a bunch of startled students slowly and unsteadily stepped from the bus, trying to figure out how to fulfill this assignment. They noticed persons sitting on lawn chairs in front of local businesses, and they saw persons going in and out of convenience stores, persons waiting for public transportation and Regardless of where they looked, the uneasy question hung over them, with whom do I share my witness? For no reason in particular, one student entered a fairly run-down apartment complex, climbed the steps, drew her breath, knocked on a door. A young mom opened the door Clutched a baby on her hip, a cigarette between her lips. What do you want? she said to the student. The student uneasily responded, "Uh, I I was wondering if if I could share with you my my faith story. The woman paused, said, Not a good time, close the door. The student would not be deterred. Remembering the baby, the cigarette, she went down the steps, across the street to a convenience store, went in, bought some diapers, pack of cigarettes. She returned to the apartment, climbed the steps, knocked again on the door. Again the woman answered, seeing the diapers, the cigarettes, she said to the student, Come on in. The student entered the apartment. Laundry was pushed aside so that they could sit together on the couch. The woman said to the student, Go on, I want to hear your story student recalls, I had never shared my story like that before. Told her everything I could. I was so nervous it took me maybe ten minutes. You're witnesses, Jesus says. Perhaps we, like this college student on a stranger's couch, respond with anxiety. But it may be we then discover, as did the student, we're not alone. Jesus fulfills his promise to her and to all, his promise to pour out his Spirit upon all. Why else would it be that the student refused to take no for an answer from this woman? Why else would it be that she ran across the street and purchased cigarettes, diapers, so that this woman would listen to her story of Christ? Was it not because this student was nudged, prompted, stirred by the promised Spirit, because she really was not alone. We are witnesses, but not of our own power, witnesses doing bold and powerful and surprising things by the power of His Spirit. Notice Jesus tells us, you shall be my witnesses. It's, It's not optional. Thankfully, there are those who remind us that meeting this obligation of Jesus offering our witness is not as difficult, not as complicated as we may think it to be. We recall that in John's Gospel, the ninth chapter, Jesus is traveling with his disciples. They encounter a man blind from birth, and this man does not ask to be healed. But Jesus heals him, gives him the gift of sight. And though we think all would rejoice at this miracle, we are shocked to discover the fact that this man can now see brings nothing but conflict. The man is rejected by his family, religious authorities. He's viewed skeptically, ostracized. And as the religious leaders seek to be rid of the threat that is Jesus, They intensify their questioning of this one born blind. So for the second time, they call him and they say, give God the praise. We know that this Jesus is a sinner. And the man says, whether he is a sinner, I don't know. One thing I know, that though I was blind, now I see. Not a bad start for a confession of faith. I met Jesus, my life changed. I was in darkness, now I'm in light. I was blind, now I see. the difference is Jesus. Each of us has our confession of faith. A story to tell. Because Jesus said, you shall be my witnesses. And you're not alone in living out this witness because my spirit is with you. Yes, he ascended into heaven because Easter's not the end of the story. He will come again, and we are people directed to that final victory. In the meantime, in this in-between time, we are witnesses, not alone, having received the gift of God's Spirit, given a story to tell, inviting all to the table, because now and always Jesus tells us. You are my witnesses. the word as it has been sung, to the word as it has been proclaimed, as we confess our faith with the Apostles' Creed, I invite us to confess. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence you should come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And we remember how vital the practice of prayer is to our lives always, but especially in this time of So I will invite us to go to God as we pray, sharing in the prayers of the people. We remember, this is a time in which I speak various petitions of prayer, and I conclude each petition with the Lord's words, Lord, in your mercy, and your response, hear our prayer. I will also offer time in which we may speak those concerns that we carry with us in this time of prayer, then we close with a prayer that Christ has taught us. Let us pray. Lord, we remember the gift of your Spirit. We celebrate this advocate, this companion, this one who intercedes and prays for us. We thank you that we know your presence in this time of prayer. Lord, lead us, strengthen us, give us your peace. Remind us that though separated one from another, we are blessed by that tie that binds us together. Blessed to know that regardless of where we may find ourselves, we are still gathered within this community of faith that you have breathed into being, and that you sustain each day by your breath. So Lord, hear us now. As we pray for the people of this congregation, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, hear us as we pray for those who suffer and to those in trouble. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us as we pray for the concerns of this community. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, hear us as we pray for your world, its peoples, and its leaders. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, hear us. As we pray for your church, its leaders, its members, and its mission, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us, Lord, as we pray, praying with gratitude, knowing that we are not alone, that we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness gathered within your communion of saints, praying to you as Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. And look forward to worshiping with you again. May you know the presence and peace of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit.